I am about to change your world with just five simple words. Mexican pizza is coming back. That's right. After taking a brief hiatus, the Mexican pizza will be available nationwide on May 19th. So please mark your calendar. It's been quite a remarkable journey, with millions taking to social media, demanding Mexican pizza's return, and even a change.org petition that amassed hundreds of thousands of signatures, demanding that we bring Mexican pizza back. So we're doing it for all of you. Today, I have the honor of speaking with Taco Bell's very own Chief Food Innovation Officer, Liz Matthews, the creative mastermind behind our craveable menu items to take us behind the scenes and into the kitchen as we discuss the fandom, ingredients, and innovation of the Mexican pizza. This creative mastermind is the one that, now she's laughing at me, <laughs> but she is a creative mastermind behind our menu items, and she will take us behind the scenes into the kitchen, discuss fandom, ingredients, and all kinds of really cool things that go into the Mexican pizza. So Liz, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for that introduction. I'm glad to be here. It's really great to have you here. You've been 20 years, 20 plus years with Taco Bell. Tell us a little bit about how you got here and why you love Taco Bell so much. Yeah, so listen, I've been in the food industry my entire life, so I had a career in manufacturing and restaurants before Taco Bell, um, and I am born and raised in Los Angeles, California, and there's not many of us left and that still live here, but I wanted to get back to California, and so I called up all the companies in California that I wanted to work for, and I called the front desk at Taco Bell, and they put me through to the product development team, sent in my resume, and that was... That was all she wrote. So tell me, tell everyone that's listening today, I mean, you're responsible for creating the menu at Taco Bell. And this is one of the coolest menus in the world. What, what makes you so qualified to do that? What did you do <laughs> to get here? What did you do to get here? Well, I mean, I was obviously uh, educated in food science and nutrition. So I started out with that great foundation. I grew up in the restaurants. I grew up in a food family, which... Um, I think I remember my life through food versus the thing, vacations or whatever. It was always about, oh, is that the vacation we had that ceviche on, right? I just have always loved food. Um, and then, you know, when I got here, I had great leaders and opportunities to continue to grow. And, um, you know, it turned out I was pretty decent at my job, and I love it. I come from an industry where, in golf, where I spent 34 years of my life, and the people that were really successful in that category loved the game of golf. And the one thing that strikes me about you, and you just said it, but you love food. And I think for everyone that's listening out there, you have someone in charge of the menu that loves food more than any of you do and loves the Taco Bell food. And we've had many meals together over the three years, and you love Taco Bell food. I do. I do. I, I love food in general, and then I love Taco Bell um, because it is just that textures and flavors and freshness and you know food is something that yes it's for you know to fuel your body but it's so emotional and it brings people together and yeah it's it's it's, it's real it's real for me it's yeah. you it's yeah. you okay so you do more than just create innovative products you also look over food safety and you look over sustainability so talk a little bit about each one and how that all goes together. Yeah, well, I mean, it's everything that touches the food in our packaging. So when it you start on the, I always like to say the creative side of the work, and that really is the product development. And that's, 
you know, working with marketing and listening to consumers and eating a lot of food out there in the world and deciding what we need for our menu and what is really going to make consumers happy. So that's really kind of the creative side of my job. And then you have um, the food safety and quality part of my job. And that is, um, you know, it's an amazing, people don't even think about it. Your food just shows up and you eat it and it's safe and, it's, and it tastes great. And you never think about what goes behind the scenes. But behind the scenes on that, we feed a million people a week. It's a huge responsibility to make sure that we are partnering with the best partners, that we've got the best food safety programs, that we've got the right training and protocols in our restaurants. You know, we actually train our team members on food safety and public safety, right? So it's a big responsibility. Programs, um, right partners, the CDC, the FDA working, not only just for our brand, to, but to really push forward the industry. So, because I, I really do believe in my heart, like everybody, everybody on this planet should be entitled to safe, amazing food. Liz, when I first started, I remember going home to tell my wife, I said, I think it's safer to eat in a Taco Bell than any fancy restaurant that we eat at, at Friday or Saturday night. So talk a little bit about just the washing of the hands and the gloves and, and it, we're maniacal about being safe in the restaurant, which really blew me away. Absolutely, well listen, I mean we have over 7,000 restaurants we are in every community and we're part of that community. And so a big part of being a big brand and doing good is making sure everyone in that community is safe. And the number one thing that we can be doing is hand washing, right, on so many levels. So yes, team members are trained on hand washing. If you switch tasks, we wash our hands. I know you were in the restaurant going, why do I have to wash my hands all the time? And again, it's because we need to have clean restaurants. So the detail that goes into all the programs for just cleaning the restaurant in the morning, in the afternoons, even things like keeping our parking lots clean. I mean, we are maniacal about that. One of the first things anyone gave me when I, when I arrived here, you gave me this big, long piece of paper. Uh, it was about 16 inches long and about five inches wide, and it was really the evolution of the improvement in food quality, in ingredients, in things like uh, removing artificial colors, uh, flavors, reducing sodium, cage-free eggs. Talk about the evolution of, of product here and ingredients at Taco Bell. Yeah, we've been on that journey now for probably 15 years, and it really is every day being critical of ourselves. How can we make things better? So yeah, it's been the reduction of sodium, it's been the artificial color and flavors. We, re we took those out years and years ago. We were way ahead of that. But again, if you think about how many people we feed every single week, anything we do to make the food better improves people's lives. Cage-free eggs, um, reducing antibiotics that are important to humans, all of that work we've been doing behind the scenes for years because it's, you know, we need to use our power for good and that is, we have to do that work. And the, another passion of yours is sustainability. And it's a big responsibility for a brand our size. And talk a little bit about what we're doing around sustainability. Yeah, and I'm really grateful that this organization, I mean, this is top priority for us and I have an amazing team that is doing great work. But, you know, again, being a big brand, um, being a big part of our communities, like we, we have to do the right thing for the planet. So the biggest opportunity we have is we every product you get is wrapped, right? So we produce a lot of waste. So making sure that, that all that packaging that you see, we've committed by 2025, it'll all be recyclable or compostable. We're about halfway there right now. We've got a lot of work to do. Um, we've got our amazing sauce packets, which I love, but sauce packets in general in this country are a big problem, whether there's ketchup, our hot mild or fire, mayonnaise in it. 
you cannot recycle those. So again, we're working with TerraCycle for our consumers to return those packets so that we can create amazing things and put them in our communities. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but I'm excited. But you know, we've got big problems that we've got to solve. Um, and we're committed to it, and we're resourced for it. And you know, both food safety and sustainability, the only way you get anywhere is having leadership 100% on board. And I think I'm just so grateful that we have that with you and that we're going to really make changes. So you do food creation, you create the menu, food safety, sustainability. When I hear you talk about all three, I couldn't tell you which one is more important to you or which one is the favorite part of your job. Do you have a favorite part of your job? You know, as my role started to expand, I was like, how could I ever love anything more than product development? And then when you get into the world of food safety and what an impact we can have and the great work that we can do, and the same with sustainability. So yeah, I don't think there's a favorite part. Um, my favorite part of all of it is that we're moving things forward and because of our size, we can actually, and I know it sounds super campy, it's like, oh, we can change the world, but like a lot of people eat at our brand. We can actually change people's lives. They may not know it every day, but it may just, our food may just put a smile on their face, but to know that you have sustainable packaging, that you just ate less sodium, that, you know, those things to me are important. Liz, when you talk about, and, and, uh, and I'm getting goosebumps as I, I, seriously, as I'm listening to you talk, we can change the world. We actually can. <laughs> we really can, so. And I think probably as you got into this organization, like we are all like, let's go. Like, let's keep going. Let's wake up every day and be better than we were yesterday. And that's what we wanna do. I came from two industries where they were aspirational. The products were aspirational. People loved them. It was part of who they were, not as much as Taco Bell. I mean, th th this is the, the most aspirational brand and the ability to really affect our communities, people's lives, our, our team members, people that are eating at the restaurants. It's, it's a really amazing place. And the work that all of you have built here is, is really, really cool. So, all right, now we're going to um, pivot to the Mexican pizza. We're gonna bring, bring it back. We had to take it off the menu in, in 2020 for many reasons. We'll talk about that in a second. But did you ever think that a product could cause such a ruckus <laughs> at our customer level as to remove Mexican pizza? Yeah, it was quite the ruckus. I mean, between Twitter and Facebook and I mean, you know, and I felt it very personal because there, people were like, who is the person that did this? And you know, it was us, right? So it was very, I remember being at a, a school function for one of my kids and some guy walked up, he's like, I heard you work at Taco Bell. I said, yeah, I do. And he said, have you ever had a relationship where someone broke your heart and walked away and you never had any closure? And I was like, excuse me? He's like, that's what you did on the Mexican pizza. So again, people very passionate about it. So. I'm excited that we can we can bring it back. Me too, because I don't I don't want to go so far as to say there were death threats to me, but they were damn close to death threats over there. Well, you were definitely called some bad names. <laughs> I for was. Sure. <laughs> I was. So so first before we before we get uh, to the bringing back the Mexican pizza, for those out there that don't know much about the Mexican pizza, describe it. What is what's in it because there's more to it than you think, especially the options. Absolutely. So the Mexican pizza, um, listen, it is an icon, and it's an icon because of its layers, right? So you've got these white corn tortillas. We've got two of them. They are flaky. They are crispy. You have our beef. You have our refried beans. You've got the Mexican pizza sauce, which, you know, people talk, say Mexican pizza sauce, but what it really is, it's, first off, it's served hot on the Mexican pizza, so it's this warm, comforting sauce. 
It's got red chilies, it's got Anaheim green chilies, and then it's got these juicy, chunky tomatoes that when you get a bite of it, it's just amazing. And then of course you put the top shell on there and then you've got our cheddar cheese, mozzarella, pepper jack cheese. Of course we melt that and then you've got fresh Roma tomatoes on top. So again, this product is all about the different layers and textures and the crunch. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And then you mentioned the things you can, you can actually modify on it. So I know you're a green sauce lover. Yeah. I know you would like yours with green sauce. I would tell you to keep the Mexican pizza sauce on, add green sauce and maybe a little sour cream on top because that'll give you a nice flavor. Um, but we see our consumers, you can trade out the refried beans for black beans. Um, we see people putting lettuce on top. I mean, so again, people eat their Mexican pizza the way they want it. Um, but again, it's those critical things that I just went through that really make the Mexican pizza special. And you can see online, people are trying to hack it all the time now that it's gone, but you can't really hack it. I, I mean, would it, be, would it be too far to say that the Mexican pizza in some ways embodies how innovative you can get with food at Taco Bell? Yeah, I think so. But I also think it's just kind of who we are, right? The different kind of, you know, unless you really study Taco Bell, you have no idea who we are and all the great things we do. So it's kind of about all the different layers and all the different things. I mean, because the hot, the cold, the crispness, I mean, that's who we are. So it is May 19th. Uh, that's just a few weeks from now. And do you think you'll be having one of the Mexican pizzas from one of our local restaurants on May 19th. 100%. <laughs> I may be taking a car full load of people to I get some Mexican that. I love pizza. That. So try it, everyone. If you haven't, May 19th, it's back. And it's back for good, right? It's back for good because we take so much abuse for bringing something back for a short period of time, and then it disappears. <laughs> so this one is not going to disappear, is it? Not going to disappear. All right. Okay, so, so much more to talk about. I've been a part of a couple of things that you've invited me to down on the second floor, which is where you hang out. But I, there's three big questions. First is, it really amazed me the amount of technology, science, collaborations that go into the food that we make. So talk a little bit about some of the chefs and the outside collaborations that you use to come up with some of these great menu items. Yeah, so first I have a, an amazing team here on site and it's a combination of chefs, food scientists, microbiologists, you name it. It's these amazing group of scientists and chefs. Um, but the, the greatest thing about being us is we have access to all the great chefs, right? So if we, there's a chef that we're thinking we wanna work with, we can make a few phone calls and, and everybody loves to come to the test kitchen. So, um, but you know, the great partners like the Taylor Farms of the world, the Tysons of the world, like we have access to their chefs. So we take advantage of that. We've got chefs in here probably four days a week and we're always creating and tasting things and listening to consumers, talking about our business um, and sorting out what is the next thing and where the consumer's going. Because obviously the consumer, everything has been expedited for the consumer. So they're rapidly changing and, and we want to change with them. We, our building has five stories to it and there's only one area that you can't get in. As a matter of fact, my first week, I tried to get in with my, my badge and they wouldn't let me in. So I actually had to get clearance from Liz. And that is this thing we call the test kitchen. And it's behind locked doors and it's where all of this magic takes place. What goes on behind those locked doors in the test kitchen? Well, I mean, essentially that's where we do all of our work, whether it's the sustainability work, the food safety work, or the product development. That is 
basically our playground. Um, and when you walk in, there's lots of kitchens. They look like Taco Bells. We've got all the equipment that are inside Taco Bells. New things that we're testing are all back there, whether it's beverages, packaging, food. It's all in the test kitchen. So that's really, that's really our office, if you will. It's really, really a cool place. Once every two months, I think we have this event and you actually have to prepare for it mentally and physically. And it's about a two-hour period where you get invited into the test kitchen, only a few people. I've been lucky to be invited a couple of times where we taste all of the new iterations of food and new menu items. Talk a little bit about this. So, you know, essentially in our organization, we have a lot of different projects going on, right? We've got different things that we're working on in different spaces, but we have so many creative people here that they have side gigs that they're working on, ideas that they're thinking about, ideas that they're curating. And often in organizations, you lose those, right? Because it's, it's your side gig and you're just working on something. So this is an opportunity for the chefs and the teams. And it's a small group, right? It's, it's essentially the, the executive leadership team. Small group comes in and we serve them up what we're dreaming about and what we're thinking about. And it may not be 100% on strategy, but it may be something magical that we should move forward quickly. So essentially it looks and tastes like about usually 18 products, different beverages. So many products. So many products. And really it's not about um, saying, oh, I don't specifically like this part. It's like, is there a big idea here? Is there something here that we can build on and create and then bring to our consumers? So a lot of big ideas come out of those meetings. because. At the end of the day, anybody can make great food, right? We can all make anything taste good, but to actually ignite something in the consumer where they're like, holy smokes, I gotta get after that, I'm going to Taco Bell, that's different, right? So we help build on the ideas there. So you've been here for 20 plus years, and you've done a bunch of really amazing work. You've been a part of some really iconic products like the DLT, uh, the Crunchwrap, all kinds of things that really define us today. What continues to drive you? Because I, I, I see you once a week, and we talk uh, once a week, but you have more passion today than you did three years ago when I met you. What, what gets you up in the morning at Taco Bell that really brings this passion that you can actually hear through this microphone? Yeah, it's a, it's a big question. Um, yeah, because don't get me wrong, there have been plenty of hard days at work, right? Um, but I will tell you that I actually think our work is important, and I think it is... It's important for many reasons. It's important on the food itself, just being craveable, because again, we bring a lot of brightness to people's hustle of the day, right? I think that's important. I think the work we do behind the scenes, whether it's nutrition, sustainability, I think that's all important. Um, and then, you know, we have a lot of employees, like making sure that we're taking care of our employees. I mean, some of the programs that we offer in terms of leadership programs, um, paying for education, like all of those things are, are personally really important to me, and it's important to the brand. So even on my toughest days, it they don't really matter. And I would say, it's funny, when I talk to my friends, like they complain about their job and it's terrible probably 60% of the time. I would say my job's terrible maybe 2% of the time. Mm -hmm. So I will take that, because most days we're really moving forward and we're really, and you've noticed this, I'm sure, but like none of us have any, um, we just don't have interest in being average. So I think that's where you get kind of sick of your job. It's like you're doing the same old, same old. Like none of us have any interest in being average. Honestly, Liz, the company really is motivated. At least this is my perception. You just said it. 
trying to do something really extraordinary, whether it's in craveable food or great advertising or great store ops, taking care of team members. I mean, throughout the entire Taco Bell system, we have 260,000 team members that rely on us. And then just all the, the great work around food and health. And it, it's an amazing company. And when I came here, I had no idea <laughs> what Taco Bell did. And it, it's really moved me. And it, and it primarily because of people like you. And there's only a few people like you. And you're, and you're really, um, I call you Mrs. Taco Bell. I know you don't like that, but I, I do call you that. because Too I, young to be Mrs. Well, Taco whatever. Bell. You represent everything that's great about Taco Bell. And it's really amazing to work with you and have the privilege. All right, this is, um, I, this is probably not a fair question for you. Oh, Lord. Okay. But we ask this to every guest we have on the show, which is what is your favorite go-to item? Yeah, so I don't know that you can – so you can have multiple if you'd like. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, my go-to is always the Burrito Supreme. I mean, being born and raised in Southern California, spending your summers in the at the beach, that was my go-to after the beach. So I still, to this day, I do love myself a Burrito Supreme. I may, make, I may customize it a little bit. Um, so I do like it with green sauce. All right. I do like to get uh, double beef sometimes, but I do love a Burrito Supreme. Um, and then, you know – Outside of that, gosh, you know, I just eat everything. I, I, <laughs> I do love it all. I think, um, I don't know, maybe my next favorite thing is coming in the future. I bet it is. I bet it is. Probably Liz, thank is. you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And May 19th, May Mexican 19th. pizza is back. For good. For good. <laughs> so, hey, I'd like to thank everyone for listening today. If you're craving more, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Follow Taco Bell's LinkedIn page. Check out my LinkedIn page for more. We'll see you next time. Thank you.